All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solo Base 15 here with my good friend Zareth. We are done with GAC and ready to talk about GAC. Zareth, how is it going in Popsicle Land? It's good. It's also tea land. My, my wife just brought me a tea. So nice, nice. <laughs> You're breaking into the Tasnik style of wife, get me a drink. <laughs> Fetch me a flagon, wench. No, she's not a wench, but <laughs> don't don't kill me. Um, okay, yeah. So, so yeah, we're. Um, gosh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to be done with GAC for a week, but at the same time, man, I loved the hell out of five v five, and three v three was like a traumatic experience for me last time. So, I'm nervous a little bit. Uh, yeah. Well, and now. Now, so it was all new last time, and now, now it's all new again because we have datacrons. Oh, I know this. It's gonna be, it's gonna be totally crazy, and I, I'll be, man. This is this is hell week. This is this is like, it's not just like you could kind of before you could kind of just like oh, we'll just do a couple refreshes on conquest. You know, we'll get to red crate. You know, next week, like when we don't have lightsaber territory battle as well. But, but now it's like okay, I'm get how many. How many refreshes can I afford to do today? Right. You know, because because we need to get all of the datacrons ready. Because level three yeah. is actually the maybe the most significant level, in fact. Um it's pretty yeah. I mean, it's pretty important. I, I'm I can't disagree with that, but man, some of the level six abilities are just <laughs> silly as well. So, oh, I mean, mm-hmm. I agree, but some of the level six abilities like JML beating Jedi Master Kenobi with the Super Crons, uh, just with a level six ability, like that's, you know, mm. it's, nice. it's, God, this set's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to play with, except for, I have a feeling somebody is going to have five 25% turn meter gain ones, and you're just going to see all five of them on defense. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll be I'll be someone <laughs> who does that probably. I mean, uh, maybe not all the way. Like, I, I like to have some tools on offense, but but yeah, like right. Yeah, it, it seems fun though. I mean, the you all Jedi have a very definition fun. <laughs> well, okay, so uh, I mean, well, you you and I have different definitions of how we should play. I mean, not not like in a bad way, but you know, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's what I was saying too. Like, it's you know, we we play very differently, and so your fun of putting it all on defense is not my fun of taking them all on offense. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, putting them on, taking them for offense is is going to be fun. the The other thing, though, too. Okay, so here's here's the thing that I feel like people are ignoring about the the set of datacrons. We're all in five v five mode. I get that, but I had so many people tell me like. Dude, don't put the repulse on uh, ability on uh, Commander Luke team Be- because you. He, the only thing he does good is kill General Skywalker, and I'm like, well, first off, I, I don't know if the if, if repulse is actually good enough to to take out, or I don't know if anything, I don't know if you want to use Commander Luke against uh, General Skywalker team, anyways. But also, uh, you don't use CLS against General Skywalker in 3v3 like that that's not yeah. a match that normally happens and though 
people, it, it's funny you talk about that because people don't, CG is not going to build it where you just don't do damage at all because you have repost. I mean, it's easy to test. Mm-hmm. Bring Dooku into a match, like put him with Sith Eternal so he survives. When he has repost, gas loses protection. Like, oh, all right, <laughs> it's it's it, that argument silly, but so and you know I, I brought this up in our patron chat. Mm-hmm. In it, it's a very big deal in TW. So we're gonna have a month of gas with it, and it's a very big deal in TW. Like okay. repost on CLS, repost with the level three ability that shrugs off debuffs, beats all those scary gases now. I know because I've seen the videos um, and it's funny because you get gas down and then you hit fives and you have repost and everybody has their fives built with like 120 K protection and 58 K health. And he's down immediately. Like he just dies. And then you just, you know, you cruise around and you're like, all right, everybody's dead here. This is fun. Um, so repost against gas with, with the, uh, 25% chance to get rid of the debuffs works really well. People just, just throwing that out there, but I agree with you. You're probably not putting that one on, um, the gas, gas 3PO, 2PO team, because it doesn't make as much sense. Well, yeah, it, it's really interesting. Yeah, so you're right about the territory war impact. Like that's that's the other thing you have to factor in, I guess. Like GAC, um, for for sole considerations, like because territory war does it. You don't even think about three v three. You shouldn't. Like, yeah. That that's that's pretty dumb. And CG would be pretty dumb if they wanted to go ahead and do that. So please don't CG. <clears throat> go screw yourselves if you're thinking of it seriously. <laughs> but um, right. But I do think that uh, it like. I do think that, gosh, there, there's so many, there are a lot of really good crons here. And yeah. I, see, so it, it's an interesting thing, choice that, that CG has chosen because like, so in a lot of ways, Galactic Republic is the same thing as Jedi. Like, right. I, I, know, I know that there's, it's not perfect overlap. I get that, but it's a very similar level of overlap. And I mean, we've got a, <laughs> a like, it's it's similar enough that now we're we're boosting all the Jedi and the only faction that we've seen at all on any Datacron are Inquisition, which is a, a mostly I mean I guess you and I see it a lot, but like the, it's it's mostly unfarmed and unused by the vast majority of players. Yeah, yeah, that's that's oh man. I, I was talking about this with multiple people today of, you know, when this set started, you saw a lot of data crunch and people are like, that's garbage. And I found a home for like niche homes. I, I'm not saying like widespread uses, but I found niche homes for every single one of the level threes that we have in the game uh, in set one. So I, hmm. There's going to be like these, um, you know, the same post that happens in every Discord, when, whether it's mods or 
data crunch, we're going to start to see these posts that comes in and it's like, oh man, I rolled protection up. This is garbage. Except for if you have one of those, you stick it on Padme, you're starting the match with two protection ups. Padme is not going to disagree with that. And she doesn't get turn meter. So like, it's not like you're sacrificing a better level three for the protection up. It's she's not going to get the turn meter. So I mean, why not put protection up on her? Hold on. Padme wouldn't get that though, right? It's just rebels. Oh, it's level three. It's a level three. Yeah. 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 Mm, I do like that. It's just 20%, right? Uh, it's, I think it's two 20%. I could be wrong on that one, but I think it's two 20%. Because, mm. um, I mean, what other than that, what else you're going to put on Padme? It's not going to be the 10% turn meter when somebody dies, because obviously that's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, I'm so, uh, I'm kind of sad. Like the Padme team is just mostly just disappeared. Like it, it barely... The other day, someone put put the Padme team on defense, like a full like with Anakin and Snips and and everything against my against my alt account, and I was like, I don't even know how to beat this. I don't remember anything. <laughs> like I figured it out, but geez, yeah. it, it just took me a minute to to kind of wrap my mind around the idea that someone might put might place a Padme team. Like I just used Jedi Revan, I was good to go, but um. Yeah, it was it was quite quite confusing to me. Um, but yeah, you're right. If you want to do that for a Padme squad, that that works. Um, I mean, to be honest, like the other ones are are fine. I think I, I think that for the most part, though, with set two, like the twenty five percent turn meter. You're right. Like there's there's exceptions. Like Padme doesn't want the turn meter gain and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, and and General Kenobi or Jedi Master Kenobi, sorry, doesn't want that. Uh, but otherwise, like most other teams, wouldn't turn it down. Yeah, though. Um, the one thing I've been telling people is don't try and reroll every single one because you need to keep some. Like if you go up against Huck's First Order Tie Pilot, you're not going to use the turn meter one, right? Um, or uh, if you are taking Bad Batch against the Qui-Gon team and Jedi Knight Anakin has the 25% chance to dispel debuffs, and so he has the 15% resistance chance and the 25% chance to dispel debuffs, and you're going in with a 37.5% chance of losing, like, those those are the type of crowns that you should find and not get rid of all of the quote unquote bad ones because I guarantee you by week three we're gonna find uses for those bad ones. So I personally am probably going to try for like five to ten hmm. of the turn meter ones, <laughs> but I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep you know five plus of the other ones as well. Sure. Well, I think the thing that we we need to realize too is three v three has a lot more teams involved right. as well. So, right. like, we're, it's like okay, that 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 one's pretty cool. Like the plus twenty five percent turn meter, and it it will be it'll be total mayhem in in the five v five season. But yes. it'll only be there for one five v five season, and the rest, like uh, plus twenty five percent turn meter. Like one one of the things that is important to to keep in mind too is like there there are a ton of teams that just 
don't care about like going first like right absolutely there's there's a lot of them that what's that um oh no i i was about to name teams and then i realized it was i had three dark sides on the top of my head (laughs) (laughs) thank god that they don't (laughs) well i mean the thing is like so if you see them all on defense you're like well that's fine because i i have a ton of teams like I love to see sometimes I'm like, wow, you put some crazy speed. Like for instance, on like that CLS team, like that, oh, yeah. that speed yeah. is, is insane. Um, you know, like that's, that's cool. Um, but then it like, you're a, it doesn't really matter. Cause I just, I just start with general grievous squad and I don't need to go first. Like they, they right. can go first and that's fine because it's built to beat any really fast CLS team. Like the, the counter doesn't care about how fast CLS is really. I mean, yeah. unless the speeds are speed difference is totally different, but in, at the end of the day, like as long as you can get a, your toe, your foot in the door, you know, like you, you just, um, you can run the table on all, all these teams that have a ton of turn meters. Right. So, um, I think in a lot of ways, your approach of using them on offense is going to be more effective than everyone just spamming on defense, frankly. Right. Well, because, I mean, what's going to happen by week two? Because by week two, we'll have Conquest farmed and, you know, we'll have all these is all the 25% turn meters are just going to be countered by 25% turn meters and they cancel each other out and it just becomes a normal mod game again and like i said i'm going i'm going for these turn meter ones so i'm not i'm not trying to make them sound like they're bad just mm-hmm. you're gonna want flexibility in your roster as well and i think you need to keep that in mind that don't don't just god don't dismantle any level threes but don't dismantle a level three just because it's not the turn meter gain or don't don't give up on one just because you didn't get the turn meter gain, because I guarantee you there's going to be teams that will survive without the turn meter game. I mean, uh, our friend chill is sending videos of his CLS team <laughs> that got protection yeah. up at the level three. And he's sent videos of beating two GLs with protection up. And mm-hmm. uh, he, you know, it's an all relic. Up. It's an all relic nineteen. Well, it is clear, but yeah, it but, is, but it's still but... impressive as hell. Right. So the turn meter gain isn't going to do everything. Um, right. And some of these dark side teams don't care about going. Like some of these dark side teams, uh, if you bring Grievous or Trey on offense, they're gonna be like. Oh yeah, you went first. You always do. Congrats. Right. Like that's you know. Well, uh, that, then there's some some of these sortie teams. Like you get a you get sortie up to you know like 330 speed. Then she gives herself 70 speed, so she's 400 base. Right. And then you put BB8 with her, so that's 40 percent turn meter. Um, and then you put this light side ally star with 10 percent. And what? Let me see. Uh, uh, so. So she starts at an absurd, like completely absurd. 1,142 speed. Right. Like. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Uh, you, you don't, you don't need that, but it, like, it's, it's just, it's funny. <laughs> like, like you may as well be like, you, you could like lap GLs if you stayed that speed, but you're, you're not, you, you know, and then she just goes down to regular speed. So who cares? Right. But just, uh, yeah. 
Like you could you could get some up to some preposterous speeds. <laughs> you really, you really can. Um, you know, it, we're talking about that level three. The the other thing we should be talking about though is the stat changes because they brought physical and special damage in and and armor penetration and resistance penetration and i think people are going to be so focused on that level three Mm -hmm. that they kind of don't focus on the stats and what they mean because you need you need to match special damage with special damage and you need to match physical damage with physical damage dealers and on the light side there's a lot more physical damage dealers than special damage yeah well and it's it's good to know that you know who has what i mean that's right that's one thing i always try to notice i I don't always succeed but yeah like the there are a lot of more a lot more dark side characters i guess you're right that have that have uh, special like like uh grandmaster yoda gets, gets special damage jml jml on his basic and efflux also does okay um uh, I, was so, to say Fennec, I think fennec is special but the i yeah. don't even know if that's true but she's dark side so she does <laughs> doesn't matter but so actually that's that's something you know we talked about last month um you know we get your dark side farming in last month because there's not going to be dark side data crowns this month but mm-hmm. i can tell you all last month on my grievous first ep star killer fights i used a level three light side because the it rolled potency twice and so it was giving me 50 percent extra potency um so don't you can use light side mods on dark side if you get the right rolls so if you get like a triple uh a triple special damage and then a resistance penetration uh like level five give that to fennec like immediately uh you know because she's gonna eat that up left and right well so i guess if you're if you're in a a mixed squad i guess the the bounty hunter like the dark side bounty hunters even if it's a light side cron they still get all the stats right they just don't get the abilities well yes and you don't need to be a mixed squad you can put but so that's actually a perfect example of where that team is where you don't want the 25% turn meter. Well, yeah, because it really misses, mixes everything up. Yep. Right. <laughs> I was thinking about right. that. I'm like, because then, then grief is going to go before Bosk, for instance. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a perfect team or a perfect example, I should say, of a team that you're like, oh, this isn't going to go well. I do wonder if we're going to start to see scoundrels countering Lord Vader. And by scoundrels, I mean like IG Queel with Fennec, Grief, and um, either Bam or Dadbod. Because IG and Queel are going to get 25% turn meter. And so they can, they will be able to hit their contract before Maul gets his second turn. And this is speculation. Like I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to happen, um, but that's that's the territory war team. So it'll be interesting if, since you don't have Dadbot giving seventy speed, if you can bring 
the the turn meter gain into it and make it work. I mean, in GAC too. I mean that. Well, that that's what I mean in GAC, like bringing it from TW into GAC now. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm very interested to see to see how this all this turn meter gain stuff goes. Plus, I mean, uh, yeah, like Chill was showing me his his uh, data cron, his his level nine data cron, yep. and he, he had like th plus thirty something percent. Uh, extra offense just physical oh God, offense disgusting yeah and yeah just like watching him just just like wipe from the planet that a full jedi master luke team like it, it was not the jedi master luke is the best equipped to face cls anyways like you can you can kind of right. fight that team anyways with a full cls team but it's still it's still just like yeah it's it's um it's crazy, man. Like uh, just just seeing it erase that that whole team is uh, it's fun. It's fun to see. It's a spectacle, certainly. Um, like the, the fact that he has relic nine on all of his characters and just like maxes out their offense, and then he gets another thirty percent, thirty five percent offense. It's it's gross, actually. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, it is. And then some of the datacrons are just plain, like. The JKL, have you seen a video of JKL taking out uh, Supreme Leader Kylo yet? With his level nine? It doesn't surprise me that, that he could, but... Um... Oh, the, the way it happens is amazing. It's... Uh, so rather than swap and stun, you don't do that. You direct focus Supreme Leader Kylo first to get some damage in on him. Mm -hmm. And then eventually or you use bastila you know you put the buffs on bastila to give jedi knight luke a turn mm -hmm. or you know the buffs and then jedi knight luke takes his turn he does the stun and since it's doing triple damage it just erases kylo off the board and then he gets two more turns because he's used the specials <laughs> uh, and he gets a bonus turn on special so then he erases the rest of the team off of the board it is the most glorious thing to watch like supreme leader kylo on defense just shouldn't <laughs> happen anymore like it's that easy i mean it, it hasn't been happening anyways hardly but you're right well, you're right it shouldn't yeah yeah you know actually there there's been a few times that I've, I've seen people just like totally screwed because they supreme leader kylo's on the board and that like he gets so much health steal that yeah. you know like it's like well you know if he's taking turns usually you can just you know kind of just chip, chip him away like you know some of the some, right. some of these squads will work him down but but yeah it's like sometimes with with health steel he just he won't go away ever but yeah I, yeah it's kind of fun well that that's i mean in a way that that is the return of the off meta here you know like cls teams and jedi jedi knight luke teams those those aren't galactic legend teams right so i've seen videos of Three of the six Galactic Legends being off-meted by the by set two in this in um well five v five I don't I don't know about three v three but in in GAC type situations and then I have already seen uh, the the scoundrel with turn meter gain beat Lord Vader so much easier in territory <clears throat> wars so that's 
four of the six Jedi or GLs are now more easily killed with off meta with set two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll be interested to see how much people can farm because we have this whole off week and this is going to be the norm. Like this is this right. first week is so vital to get, to, to get data crons. Like we're just going to, everyone's going to be, like it's just this crazy arms race. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and uh, I I bet that we're going to see a few stories about people who just like got so caught up in the Datacron chase that they didn't actually like get Malgus unlocked Malgus. or something. <laughs> well, I've already I've already done the math of what box I need to get Malgus, and I'm gonna red box like mainly because the two Omicrons at the end are just too valuable to not get to, and right. then once you're 15 banners away, like why would red box? Um, but I, I've done the math to make sure <laughs> to make sure I can get get uh, Malgus just in case I get caught up. Because though the way that these things are dropping, we're gonna have twenty of them. If you're if you're doing three refreshes a day, you could mm-hmm. easily get twenty level threes. Which is crazy. Yeah, and then. If you get red box, they're basically giving you almost a level nine. Wow. It's it's like just short of level nine, but by the time you grind a little bit of feats on the treasure note, you'll get the level nine um, completely free to play. It's literally just red box and here's your level nine. Right. Well, man, the past is like the most the best ten dollars you can spend in the game if, oh, if you're so inclined like yeah. there's that that's been the case forever but now it, it's even more so now yeah yeah it's uh, it's an impressive it's an impressive thing i guess um you know not not that everyone should just uh you know go and spend money i know that people don't like that about it but i mean cg does offer some good deals if you want to spend the money and then it it can also start looking a little bit predatory if you if you start looking at some of the other ones you're like wow right that's pretty awful like i i'll be honest i was shocked that they did this i mean it's probably probably like it's vicious is what it is but it, it was probably a good move on their end they made these uh they made the acumen packs like the the stuff yeah. from set one an unlimited bot like crystal purchase in the store so now, if you want to, you could, if you want to spend all your money, which I am not advising this because you only have two months to use it, you right. can go into the store and buy as many like num- relic nine or level nines as you want from the old set. Like that's. Yeah. And so before I, before I give my opinion, how do you feel about that? Because I'm curious to see how you feel about it. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like this would be this would feel better if if it was like later down the line, if it was in like season three or four, once people have more <laughs> education on on how it works. Cause yeah. I, I feel a little sad for the people who are doing this. And they're they're just like like I've seen screenshots of people have like, you know, 10 level nines that they didn't have before because they just bought the pack over and over yeah. again for 10 bucks a pop. And uh, like uh, probably they don't care if they have that much money to waste that's fine uh if if they want to if they want to spend money on it that that is totally fine 
you know, and you do get some return from it in the next the next set, you know, set four. Well, you'll get you get okay returns yeah. for it. But at the end of the day, you you're only getting the use of those for two months now. Right. So and, and that that's oh. that's a little bit rough. That's all. What's up? Yeah, so I at first I didn't like it. And one of the reasons I didn't like it is because <clears throat> one of the reasons I did so well this season was because I put a focus on datacrons and I out datacroned my opponent. So even though they had 250 plus 20 speed mods, they literally told me I had the advantage because I had more datacrons. So I was like, man, this is this is what's giving me an advantage. I don't want them to be able to make this up. But at the same extent, um, like you said, if they keep these packs to the end of the last, you know, the end of the month, you're buying it for two, two months, like you say. Mm-hmm. And we're already on to the next set, which I can almost guarantee you that the way they do this is set one comes out, set two solves the set one problem. Set three comes out, set three solves the set two problems, et cetera, et cetera, and goes down the line. Like, because that's, yeah. that's their business model, create the problem and then sell the solution to the problem. Um, yeah, it works. And I, I've generally yeah. been content with it. Right. And they, so this is the way that they're going to keep help keep the lights on. And so, you know, the people that are going crazy with these, right? They're the people that had already had such a high advantage over me. Like, you know, like Chiss Empire. If I ever match up with Chiss Empire, if he tries, he's going to win. Because he, he's the guy that has like 11 or 12 level nines right now. Like the rest of his roster matches his data crown investment. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, and he was going to win no matter what. Like, um, so the fact that they're selling it at first, I was a little, I, I admit I was put off, but now like, this is how they're making their money off of it. They're not making their money off the $40 or $50 that I spent. Like, they're making some that way, but they really are making some of their money right, off right. of it, but, <laughs> but yeah, off of guys like Chiss, they're making like a grand. And so right. if, if this is what helps keep their lights on, like, I don't like it because I'm going to have to fight it. But there has always been a pay-to-win aspect of this game. Um, mm-hmm. This game is still one of the more free-to-play friendly games out there. I mean, go look at Diablo Immortal. That costs like 500000 to max out a character. Um, it's insane. It, it, it is so this game is still incredibly free to play friendly but you get every character or you can start farming them within three months uh you can have every legendary within six months if you put focus on it free to play i know <laughs> we i played that way for three years um galactic legends take a lot longer god my alt knows that they take a lot longer but like there is a free to play path for everybody and that's still that's still there, but free to play. You're probably not making the top fifty now. Like, sorry. Um, we're, we're free to play making the top fifty before this. There's 
there were one or two that like poked their head in. Yeah, like um, I, I can't think of anyone who consistently made it there. No, consistently probably not. But um, you know, and that that's the thing again. Like we're up against these eleven. Every every matchup this week, I was up against the guy with a, a million more GP than me. Right. Like, I'm already at the disadvantage. Like, just adding on to the disadvantage isn't going to change as much. Right. Well, and, I mean, th- this last match, I, I went blow for blow with the guy who had the 13th biggest roster in the game. He had four level nines. Right. And I had one. And, like, it, it ended up being you know really close and everything but like you can play around them too like it's not just right i have datacrons i win like yeah yeah you're gonna need some datacrons but like my alt has as a level nine from last season i didn't spend anything on it i didn't like i specifically tried i think i have a level nine and a level six that are good and and now it, my, that account the the professor x account i'll i'll have a ton of level nines now like maybe not a ton but i'll I'll have a significant number of them uh, for free Uh, like i actually think that they are mostly free to play in my opinion like that's yeah right well and that's the thing so and set one is different because set one had different farming you know abilities that you could do free to play you could still get a bunch but it was very clear who could spend 150 crystals a day and who could, who was spending 500 crystals a day on their farming. Um, True. For this set, they changed, they tripled the drops on these nodes, um, which is very much, much better. If you can only afford to spend 150 crystals, which I do think you should, you know, take 50 off your fleet farm, take 50 off of your regular energy and, you know, spend the, spend the, those crystals on conquest. It's the, um, you know, that it's, it is a lot more free to play. Now, the problem of course is, are you going to out farm your roster? Which is kind of a legitimate problem because to use these, they need to be R3 and right. that could be an issue. Well, in my opinion, I mean, that's that's probably the biggest issue uh, of them right now. Like that's that's the thing that I'm always, I just keep, I keep cringing about because yeah, like you, <laughs> my, my alts will, will have a few and, and really right. like what I'm gonna end up doing is I'll have a couple squads that can use them and then like they're they'll mostly just like go by the wayside. Like I'm I'm going mm-hmm. to need to. You're going to want to focus on having like your big teams just have right. you know level nines, even if they don't match a character. Like you know maybe just get yeah. to level eight or whatever. But but yeah, like they've limited the number of people and the number of squads that can engage with this. But but I think my that makes it easy for my alt. My alt will just be like, okay, well I've got as many as I can use now. <laughs> For free. Right. So um, the the changes to the datacron economy were very clearly, very clearly screaming, like, engage with us, play with us. I mean, 
you know, compared to how it was, they're basically giving them away. I do wonder if after this month, when they see a large chunk of the population still isn't using them and it, they aren't ignoring them because they don't like them, it's, hey, I can't use this on my teams. I wonder if we see a change like that because we saw they made one change to get more engagement out of them. So I wonder if they're going to look at the data in three weeks and be like, uh, we need to do something different. Right. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed. Like I just, I, just, I do think that they need to make some kind of change to make, to make it a little more palatable for people to be able to use, um, uh, you know? Yeah. I, so God, I'm going to be kind of an elitist. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would be fine if they said, Hey, everybody gets the stats. You need to be R3 to get the uh, level three ability. So even like a G11 can get the stats because realistically, that's not going to swing the tide of many battles. Um, but it lets people use the data grounds. And then if they if they want the ability, they can get that character to R3 because there's always going to be a carrot on the stick to rep, to gear your characters more. Like no matter what we do, there's that carrot is always going to be there. They're not just going to get rid of it one day. So I'd be fine if that was how they set it up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I agree that that would be, that would work to to be able to, I, I think that that to me, that's the thing. Like it, it, it totally making it so that you like sorry you're locked out you're you can't do yeah. this like you can't engage right. like to me that's that's the thing that's the most painful like i you know because people are like well why why should i why should i care like i i just don't care and i don't blame them frankly yeah. like <laughs> i wouldn't i don't care either on my alts i you know a couple care couple teams can use them and then that's it um but like in conquest we can grind a bunch of the like level threes out it would be nice if we could have like if we could get some use out of the the level three abilities for right. the characters who could who can apply them and then yeah like your your gear 11 yeah you can have some stats whatever or even just like you can't have stats but you don't invalidate the team entirely right yeah exactly um yeah they, they should they, they should find a way for more people to use these. And, I, you know, we get a lot of complaints from the smaller rosters that say, I want to use this, and it's like end game content. And so CG has a history of setting up what they want to be end game content, uh, mm-hmm. what they want, you know, end game players to play, like – basically all the raids right and they they got rid of the raids so this is kind of like the new end game content sure. but let people let people get a taste like with the raids you have below the heroic level or you know you have tiers one tier one of hat or tiers one through six of the the old pit like give them a taste give them a little hey with a little more relics look at what you could do you know you too could be doing this yeah right right i I think they should they should do something to open that up yeah i think that makes sense yeah um uh, also uh so like in chat we have aldo saying that the they need they need the user interface to be better um 
for datacrons and i totally agree with that oh yeah 100 percent. like even just being able to cycle through them like you have to click out and click out and then and then not being able to find your upgrades like you want to they've set it up the rest of the game where you're like hey you need gear um okay great i need gear that's cool or you know i need i need something some upgrade material and you know so so great i need gear like so so where can i get gear how can I find this? Like and normally in the game that they'll be like, Oh, here, here's like several packs you could use to get it. You know, here's, here's all these different things. And in this case, they, uh, they've, they've kind of just declined to do that. They're just like, you know what? Um, you'll find it yourself. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, which, you know, they're, so there's, I, I tend to defend them um, probably more than others, but there's they definitely have a lot of room that you can improve in this game. Absolutely. <laughs> a lot. Um, like these data crowns, man, just let me be in one and hit an arrow to go to the next one like I can to characters. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Like, even if I can't name them, I want to be able to name them so I can just write gas um, to make mm-hmm. it easy to find. But, um, you know, let me click the arrows. And yeah, Halo Halo says it in chat. And they, they did say at one point, this is coming. Just like, you know, letting you use these in Arena is coming. We just didn't have it available for the release and we didn't want to delay them. And I'm, I'm cool with that. Like... Yeah. I, I have no problem with that. I just want it to be here now. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah, just impatience. That's it's understandable. I yeah, I'm I'm very yeah. interested to see what what user interface things are going to do and what changes. Like, because I I think they're going to have to do some balance changes for this. Um, right. You know, or or at least accessibility changes. Because right now, you know. Relic three. It's just uh, it's too prohibitive. I, I think I bet they'll change it. Yeah. If, if I, just to yes. increase people's, I mean, even if you wanted to go like the super negative, uh, you know, like they CG hates the players and stuff. They're just greedy. Like that that actually works with with this specific um, you know mindset because <laughs> they want more people to engage. Of, of course right. they do. Right. If they if they're truly greedy. They want everybody buying the packs. Yeah. Like that's that would be the sign of true greed. So CG, show your truly greedy, please, for the uh, for the smaller players. For the uh, sake of the community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, unleash your greed. <laughs> <laughs> not not too much though. Like, like <laughs> you don't yeah. have to do it all the way. <laughs> right. Um here we go opening pandora's box right right here <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> god i know i can imagine people being like you know what this game used to be good until the gambit guys just uh told cg to get greedy and then things went to hell they went straight to hell <laughs> afterward um no so anyways yeah I, i'm i'm interested to see what their changes are going to be I, I'm guessing they'll they'll go the greedy route though. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, all right. So speaking of greedy root, mm-hmm. it's actually this isn't that greedy. It's just a new character. We got Raven's Claw, which you predicted. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I, I like the idea of calling it the claw, like in Toy Story. <laughs> but well, because right. we already we already have RC, like we already have Race. We do. Rest. We do. You, you have to say claw. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think just calling it the claw or just just claw it works works pretty nicely. So not that we have to, but um, that, that seems like that's the solution. I give a lot of thought to right. this and then the community just solves it, you know, all together. No one, <laughs> no one settles it on their own, you know, but uh, yeah. what do you, what do you think of this change of this new thing? Um, I, I, I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm curious to see where it goes. I'm mm-hmm. holding all, all judgment until we learn more because it's i mean it's basically telling you that it's kicking falcon off Mm um cg has released the hint that profundity is coming and falcon's probably going with profundity uh and i don't want just a new fleet that eats up all the old fleets so raven's claw looks like it can be really fun uh it looks like it can be really good is it the falcon replacement though and i don't i truly don't know that answer because something needs to replace the falcon to make rebels or home one decent well yeah like that that was a terrible fleet before i mean this is a long time ago but they haven't really added more more rebels rebels really have they They, like they've added the outrider which doesn't move the needle at all for for home one for being honest (laughs) because it's it's not even meant for (laughs) home because it's not meant for home one like it makes sense that it doesn't move the needle because it's it's not meant for it so if we take those two most recent ships out like is the falcon the most recent rebel ship like y-wing okay okay yeah you're right yeah yeah but before that i think it was I think it was Falcon before that. Yeah, like they, they just haven't really updated that fleet much, which um, I mean it, it hasn't really needed it that much, but but yeah, like I, I don't yeah. think I don't I don't think they call me crazy, but this doesn't seem like like the the claw is going to just swap out for the Falcon and everyone's gonna be like high fives, this is awesome. We're still just destroying things like and profundity had better be pretty good, which I mean I it it's just going to be another, it's going to be the next level of executor, you know, um, it's, it's right. going to be really amazing. But otherwise, like if profundity is not that great, then I'll just use the old home one fleet. Cause I have a million uses for <laughs> right. it right now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't think there's another fleet. I don't think there's another fleet that does as much as, as that home one fleet. Like you're like, well, I got a shot. Right. against against anything like may, maybe the the classical executor lineup but even then if you put enough relics on bigs like you never know what could happen so um, right but but it still does kill i mean i've i've been killing them left and right like home one has been my most frequent counter to executor this season well yeah because everyone's placing try attacker now right or or they're doing like my last opponent placed uh just just xanadu blood or swapped out xanadu blood and ig and like both of those are countered by home one so you know you can kill all the other fleets with them too though so uh, right i mean 
if if the profundity doesn't do all that immediately, then home one is just coming back and profundity gets to sit next to Radis and be awkward because they're they're like, hey, I'm Radis, I'm Radis too. That's cool. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. What I'm really curious to see is the power level of profundity. Does it? Is it a second executor, you know, like they did with negotiator and malevolence where one is a little better, but both basically were meant to be on the same page or is, a, is it a hop yet? I'm better than you. Uh, I'm really, really curious to see where this sits. Right. Uh, like, so how would you feel? So like malevolence, even when it wasn't all bugged and they, they fixed that bug by the way. And they totally did actually for real fix it, which is fantastic. Right. They did. Yeah. Um, uh, but okay. So they, they fixed it. Uh, but bef- so at, at the height of malevolence's power, like you, you can still can't, you can counter most things with it um, with the, uh, with malevolence, but it wasn't as, as efficient as it wasn't as efficient as the, um, as negotiator like negotiator was was still the better was still the better fleet you know the better option um so i guess my question to you is what if profundity is at that level at at the malevolent like the malevolence versus negotiator uh you know that like that that power like it's it's a little less than executor but it's still pretty damn good i would be disappointed i would want it to be I would want executor to be a little less than profundity, but pretty damn good. Yeah, I, I would too. Yeah, just because it we're a year into the executor meta. Um, right. So if we're getting a new farm all the things ship, I would want it to at least be the best ship, but not, not the by far best ship. Like the, okay, I'm better than you, but right not on a bad day type of thing right yeah i i really want i really want the the pro the profundity to be better especially i i mean i would i would be totally i would be completely surprised to find out that um like it it costs like less investment too like i i want i want lord vader to be better than general kenobi uh right Jedi Master Kenobi because I invested way more to get Lord Vader. Like if you look at the stats for gear and everything, it's not even close actually. Um, it's right. not even close. And you know, even though you get some decent characters, it's still just like, well, uh, you know, that's that's a lot. That that's a lot more. And Lord Vader, you know, now now with Datacons, they are there's a lot more parity to them. But if if profundity is going to come out, they're not going to be like, oh, hey, this costs exactly the same amount of like relic sevens and eights and whatever. Like, guarantee there's going yeah. to be like, oh, hey, you need a relic nine. Aren't we crazy? You know, they're going to push the <laughs> the ticket a little bit, and and therefore I would like it to be like, well, if we're going to spend more to get it, I want it to do more as well. Right, right, yeah, no, I uh, I agree. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's that's what I want. But who knows what CG wants? Money. Well, <laughs> right. Well, and who knows what CG uh, will choose to do, too? Like, right. uh, like not not even just that. 
who knows if they can actually accomplish what they want because the, they've already established they don't necessarily know their game like super duper well. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, I would like them to know the game a little bit better, but, um, you know, there's there's been enough con- inconsistencies. Like I I dug out that old, that old post of, their, of them, like people panicking because Finalizer was starting to beat Executor. Uh, and, and they were like, oh, we're going to have to investigate that. Like that, you know, like clearly, like they've stated that it shouldn't happen. And yet it, it's happening. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's like unintended consequences. It's, it's fun. Maybe it's not. Uh, but, but yeah, if, the, if they're like, oh, yeah, this, this should happen. Um, I'm, I'm usually a little bit skeptical if they actually if they're actually going to be able to make it happen right. um anyways are you excited for the profundity i i don't care <laughs> that's honestly i'm excited for a new ship i'm i'm very excited for that the mm-hmm. fact that's the profundity eh, all right cool like not gonna argue but it's not it's also not like when they announced Jedi and Luke, and I was like, "This is so cool!" It's like, "Oh yeah, cool. All right, all right." I enjoyed Rogue One. Cool. Sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically it for me too. I I'm like, "Oh, that's neat." Okay, thank right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Come again. Yeah, I'm. Uh, that'll be that'll be okay. I think I think it, what it'll be interesting is like so so I've seen some Radis teams on defense now and I mean it's such a weird meta lately because you see you see Sorty on like all the the high end you know like all the top shelf players uh, yeah. defense because they've all paid the money to get it like we have we have Sorty as well everyone's got Sorty and no one's quite sure exactly what counters her like we know that there's a lot that that does but like last night. I used Aiden against Sorty, and they she just wiped out everyone but Stormtrooper and Aiden, and then Stormtrooper and Aiden killed her after like several minutes. Like, yeah. just loses steam, and it was like, hey, we got a fifty-five, and there, there's, <laughs> I don't know, like <laughs> Rat Radis is gonna be another one that you're like, well, what, what does it even do? What do you do, Radis? What would you say you do here? <laughs> Oh and, yeah. And, well, yeah, go ahead. Oh, that radish team is going to be interesting. It's a whole lot of relics to counter Iden, mm. which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But gosh, well, uh, you know, with Wampa, I, th- I thought that we would just see the end of Iden teams on defense, but. Uh, what what I've learned, and I think this is an important just uh, an important thing to to note is, uh, I think that I think that they have um, like if you put two teams down that Wampa really wants to kill, then yeah, a lot of if you can do it tr- sneaky, like a lot of times Iden is still just going to be safe, anyways. Yeah, that's why you know. You really should, in theory, have two counters to a team. Like with GLs, you you can't always do that. Um, but 
for like a team like Iden that you know you're probably going to see on defense, like you really should plan out two counters to a team. <laughs> especially mean, with especially when Iden, if you put T a TIE Fighter pilot on it, Iden stops Swamp stops Wampa anyway. Sure. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think that's smart to to have. I mean, yeah. I think I've always been like you want that redundancy. That's important, right? To me, anyways. I've I've always lived by that that rule or whatever. Um, yeah, having having some redundancy is is wise. Um, you know, uh, and like you say, sometimes you just have one counter to a GL, and then but I always have like okay, well I have I have my one planned counter. Okay, I see him, and everything goes to hell. I usually have something that I'm like, all right, well. We are instantly in desperation mode. So there's no denying how bad that sucked. That was awful. That was traumatic. And I don't know if we can recover, but we do have one avenue of approach that doesn't, that, that may give us a backdoor to victory, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Right. Um, yeah. I, I will say, I've, so, if you know your opponent is going to use Wampa, it's smart to put the TIE Fighter Pilot in. But thank you to everybody that puts the TIE Fighter Pilot in because Bad Batch, when they have TIE Fighter Pilot in, is so much easier. <laughs> and then the the hold on to your seats because Aiden has a stacking offense, Omicron right now, or uh, Datacron. That's true. Well, she already stacks offense anyway. She's she's going to be, I think Darkseid's going to be scary. I, like that, yeah, set three is going to be fun. Well, yeah. or annoying. I haven't I haven't decided if I like Datacrons yet. Actually, I've I've learned to accept them though. I think I I've really enjoyed them. Um, I I truly do really enjoy them. Uh, you know, there's some there's negatives to them. Like I I don't think that they're perfect but and i kind of lost last round because of them but at the same time mm -hmm. i i think i had more fun this season than i have in a long time uh, and there's uh, so i i feel like that's that's been one of the the arguments that you know like we that i've been looking at a lot is you know like at the at the end of the day um how fun is a thing because right like whether or not it's well balanced whether or not like pe people at the end of the like they don't really care that much they care about if it's fun if it's fun and you know you're engaging because it's fun i think other people are like so bored by it that they're not doing anything um you know yeah like right. that's, how, that's how it makes you feel at the end of the day yeah I, i've talked to a lot of people uh that are in the like these are these are too complicated i don't want to I, I don't i don't want to spend time to figure these out and i get that like that this isn't a judgment of them like i understand where they're coming from because they completely change the pvp game and this game is mostly pvp now um mm -hmm. but at the same extent like once you sit down and dig into them they can be really fun and you know, taking the time 
to sit down and think in the off week, like, okay, this team wants this and this team wants that. And like we were talking earlier, like turn meter is obviously the best one, but I have use for this shrug off the debuffs one. Um, I have use for this protection up one. Like I, I'm going to get use out of these. Like that's the part I enjoy so much. It's like not just, okay, gas is down. Here's CLS and Darth Revan's here. I have my troopers. Let's just trooper Darth Revan. Like it's it's providing like you have to actually think about things now, which is the fun part of strategy. Uh, I mean, I thought about things beforehand, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, a lot of it. How often did we see the same defense? Now you can see the same teams on defense, but they're legitimately different teams. Right. Well, you, you keep a lot for offense and, you know, like we've said yeah. a lot of times like that, that will, uh, you know, that that's one approach. And I, I do, I do, I like, I place my defenses so differently every time that even if I place the same defense every time, like it's a different puzzle to solve. So I'm like, well, I have different tools now. I'm sure. Not sure what I'm going to do. So, um, you know, like I, you can kind of artificially do it, but the data crons are just going to change things. I think, so more than ever, though, I, I CG, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to just like end up pissing myself off so much because like CG is not going to do this ever. And, and it's just going to keep making me angry, but they, they need to give us a way to see what the datacrons were at lock like not, and they need to yes, not, not make us, they need to not make us have to do hotbot compares every time. Like for all right. for all seven opponents, like the potential opponents, yes. like they they need that. We need that. That's because people re-roll them. And and so I look at I look at their stuff. I'm like, okay, well, I don't have to worry about a stun cron because they don't have any stun crons. Right. Oh, hey, look, they have like three stun crons and they just re-rolled them since. Like obnoxious as hell. Yeah. Not not a po like my opponents should do it if they want to do it. That's on CG. Like CG needs to let us scout better. Uh, that that drives me crazy. Yeah, I, I completely agree there. Like, we have the hotbot comparison now, but that's if you're paying $10 a month. Um, and hot, hot Utils is the greatest thing I, that this ever happened to this game. So it's a worthy $10 a month, but people shouldn't have to use them to make it work. Like, oh, yeah. And, you shouldn't be required to spend $10 right. on the game. $10 outside of the yeah. game for the game. Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't even make CG richer. <laughs> right. That's the silly part. I know. I just, like, uh, I've gotten over the fact that the people change their mods and stuff for G after GA lock. Like, for the most part, I've I've constructed right. my, my processes so that, you know, like, I, I don't have to go straight up speed versus speed. Like, I don't have to worry about Darth Revan versus Darth Revan mirror. And if I'm faster than I win, if I, if I'm slower than I lose, like, right. I, I don't, I don't really have any. It's like my bounty hunters will outspeed any Darth Revan team out there, you know? Yep. So if that's going to be my counter, I don't have to worry. Like I, I have to worry about the team comp maybe, but not the, not the speed mods on them. So I don't care about right. the mods as much, but the data crons are so vital right now. Like, cause that, that, like that's like which gls do i put on defense and which do i keep on offense yeah you know uh, what i wish they had is so when you go in to select them you get like the summary view mm -hmm. sort of of them all i wish they had that 
both for the player and for your opponent at lock. So you don't have to figure, okay, I clicked the third one in from the left. Yeah, that's the one I already looked at. So let me look at the fourth one in from the left to see what it is. Like you can, you open up the opponent's roster and you can just click the, click them and it gives you a summary on the right of what they are. Like that's, that's what I wish that they had (laughs) because Datacrons have added, eh, well, they've added like five to 10 minutes to my streams, which that's not a lot, but a lot of that is me sorting through Datacrons. Not not like the, let me strategize around this Datacron. It's like, okay, I don't remember what I have. Let me look at these seven. And now we're going to have two sets active. So we're going to have 40, 40 to plus datacrons like oh good lord oh there's gonna be so many datacrons solo i'm not i'm not gonna be the <laughs> best hat like it, it's gonna be such an organizational nightmare once once we do once we have 60 like relevant because yeah on, on my main I'll, I'll just be like yeah oh, let you know I, I throw one on every once in a while but like you know usually i have a couple that are assigned uh, but but if we're gonna really have triple the number like it's I don't know. That's just going to be a mess. Uh, I, I do wish we could label them though. So then I didn't have to, I don't have to click through. I'm like, okay, I don't want that stun cron because that one doesn't have potency. Yeah. Oh, there, right. there we go. I have the, there's the one with potency for General Skywalker. Wonderful. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So. It's going to be, that's going to be the hardest part about it. Like I've, I've spent a lot of time going through, um, organizing all of my datacrons but it's quite frankly a pain in the ass because literally every day they change like literally every single day they change um you know you add one or you roll one or you re-roll one like every day they're changing and i don't want my work organizing them to be half of it is just me re retyping what everyone is because that's damn annoying yeah yeah uh, i mean and they they have the ability to to fix that so they do you know. so hopefully hopefully it comes <laughs> we'll see if it comes we'll um I, I think they if it's not a huge hassle which <laughs> that's that's annoying that i had to say that right like if, if it wasn't if it's easy for them then they'll do it um <laughs> yeah but Gosh, how long did it take him to fix that stupid malevolence bug? That was, man. Speaking of which, malevolence is so good now. I I just I got a seventy <laughs> against negotiator the other day. It assists. Weird. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wow, this is we're getting good RNG. Oh, this isn't RNG. This is just how it's designed. That's right. I remember. Yep. I remember it being dominant. Are you going to start using it for offense? Um, to be determined. But the answer is I'm more likely there's actually a chance I use it for offense now. Hmm. Um, before when it was bugged, like I didn't, I didn't, I already rely on rebels. I didn't want to add a, a second RNG fleet to offense. That's why I put it on defense. Um, now I might actually change up my fleet defenses. Nice. Yeah. Uh, which is, it's going to be weird. <laughs> um, using you know 
using the uh, the fleet on offense that I literally haven't used it on offense since March. Well, oh. in in GAC, I've used it in Territory Wars a couple times, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I've been I've been enjoying. I, like my fleet lineup has, has just been really good uh, and I've been using malevolence for offense. I'm, I'm interested, to, interested to see actually like, will this, is this going to be every chimera or, you know, every empire build now? Because yeah. before it was, it was like, well, usually it'll be, it'll be an empire, but it gets real dicey and stuff like, but, but now that we're assisting more seems, seems more likely. Um, it's still kind of dicey. It's put put some gear on your on your separatists because uh, it is still dicey. Yeah, I've, I've needed to put more gear on my on my recalcitrant uh, geos for a while anyway. So right, um, but yeah, I'd, I I I am excited that they fixed it though. Like that's not a small thing, quite frankly. Um, so. I'm excited that 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 got fixed. Um, we'll see. We'll see where it leads because it is it is kind of like still the fifth fleet, right? Yeah. So what what are you defining as that? Like so obviously executor, negotiator, and um something. Um. Oh, well, empire. empire. Emp- uh, yeah, I would actually do executor, empire, negotiator in that order right sure. now. Yeah, I, I agree with that, actually. Yeah, I kind of misspoke there, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then, so that's that's kind of the big three. Then, well, now that it's fixed, it's probably better than Rebels. It counters, it counter different things. Like, like we talked about, Rebels is countering executor. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't tried. I haven't tried malevolence on the tri attacker fleets yet. It used to be able to beat it before it got broken, so I'm I'm wonder if it's able to beat it again. I I, I just don't know that answer. So if the answer is yes, then I would put it <clears throat> above rebels. If the answer is no, I put it below rebels. That's fair. Yeah, and. The first order fleet is interesting to me because it beats the best fleet in the game, but it's not by far a great fleet for like no. utility everywhere else. Like no, it, it does its job, and then it's like, yeah, I, I can kill some other things, I guess. <laughs> oh, you you want me to kill? Uh, yeah, I, I I could I could do that. Yeah, sure. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll try. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. So <laughs> try to talk yourself into it. Like yeah, we can. Let's get psyched up. We can. We can. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um. So that's. I'm not a fan of first order outside of that uh, executor fight. Oh yeah, just I don't. I don't like it. Which is funny because I used to use first order to counter. Empire before Echelon came out, but then Tire Interceptor just completely messed that up. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. 
yeah i think yeah we'll, well we'll see i mean it'll just fall it'll just keep plummeting in the standings here pretty soon um well yeah uh, i'm really curious to see what so we were talking about profundity earlier i'm mm -hmm. really curious to see what ends up countering the profundity yeah and can i figure out a clean banner mirror because any counter to it shouldn't be high banners. Like that's, if I'm paying for something new, damn it, it shouldn't be high banners. Um, yeah, agreed. Unless I mirror. So I need to figure out how to mirror it for decent banners. Yeah. Um, well, so I, I was going to ask you actually. So right now, you so you've been you've made a good, you've done well for a couple seasons of using the executor mirror match because like the classic executor team versus classic executor team, like those those two uh, go, you know, you could get really high banners like seventy to seventy four, yeah. like pretty pretty consistently. Uh, but now we have the uh, triple attacker executor fleet that is just kind of dominant, uh, like or is dominating the yeah. the number of of placements um so you know and home one is has like a what 60 percent win rate something like that right now it's like um, 65 yeah yeah so like usually it works but it, it's a it, every, most of the time it's a huge pain in the ass and the times yes. that it's not it's still uh you know yeah right anyways so i was wondering are you gonna start putting executor on defense again? Because um, like you can't use it to mirror anymore. But not uh, that not that comp, anyways. Well, so I, I've had a lot of thoughts, honestly. Um, like I've thought about swapping Empire to defense and bringing Negotiator and offense now, because I do I do have an R eight Tarkin. <laughs> to play with um and negotiator beats everything that empire does so it's it's a trade and i feel like the empire takes away counters that the negotiator has so i think i think i'm going to bring negotiator on offense um i don't know i don't know about executor yet i think it, it might honestly come down to what my opponent's history says that they place play it if they place or if they take executor on offense i think i'm just going to switch to placing the tri attacker fleet and it just annoys me because this is where you want fleet loadouts and we don't have it so you can just easily swap in teams and we can't damn it that's true. Oh yeah, I mean, fleet loadouts would be so nice. I, I, I just, I don't know. I'm so baffled. I, I'm apparently I'm just stupid, but I don't, I don't see how it's so hard to do. I, I mean, I know that it's harder than it looks. I just, I'm like, please, can we just, right, do this? Like, you can do it with squads. Like, how are how are ships different than squads? I'm sure there's a substantial good reason for it. I just, um. I find myself impatient and annoyed by by yeah. them not doing it. I yeah, I mostly I mostly agree. Um, 
you'd think that they would be able to find a workaround, right? It's been it's been years. Like now's the time. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I, I would be pretty cool. That, that would be pretty dang neat if they wanted to go ahead and provide those for us. Um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's an interesting thing too, because how, how many people would just be like beyond excited if that happened? And it's like, well- Oh my they, God. Yeah. They, they kind of, in a, in a way, they should have been doing this a long time ago anyways. <laughs> right, right. Can you imagine like- if they make that one change and they just do it as an update, like on a random Wednesday, it'd be like, Hey guys, big change. And it's just that like the community will throw them a party. <laughs> Legitimately just throw them a party. Yeah. They, they, they really might like, or, or, I mean, I guess there's, there's segments of the community that might just be like, uh, you know what CG, like you're, you know, screw you. You, you took too long. Yeah, or you made this fleet loadout and you didn't make it bigger. How dare you? Yeah, the fun, look fun kind of you know yeah. interaction. It's great. So, so yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how all this. Um, I'm interested to see if they ever do anything with that. I'm also so I I, I spent a little bit of time trying to make the trying to make what's it called the the new ship not not the claw the the one right before outrider i was trying to make the rebel fleet work against the triple attacker with because i've I've heard some people say that it works and the only time it works is when falcon just gets really really good uh assist rng it it doesn't matter what buttons i I mash like it it just dies like that it it dies a horrible fiery death And, and maybe i'm not setting it up right but um I'm really interested to see what Outrider does because right now it's a lot like Inquisition. Like, uh, you know, before we got Grand Inquisitor, like it's it's like yeah. uh, loading. Yeah. Um, well, and so we'll see. Uh, but that's that's the thing. This is the Outrider that's being used on a fleet that's not a fleet. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's and that's why I really haven't cared about the outrider i think i'm still 30 out of 104 because i just forget some days um and i've noticed absolutely zero zero difference to my game by not having the outrider right now oh i know i i got it i got it to seven stars um pretty recently and it's cool i guess like it it worked okay but um I mean, I got it, but it doesn't. It doesn't do anything. But like you, like you're saying, like it's just um... right. It's there. It's another ship. If you need to, if you've dropped down to that emergency fleet. What I mean, I'll. I won't turn that down either. Frankly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> uh. What I want to know, and and I don't, I don't love the idea of this, so don't take this as me trying to prescribe. But I want to know when CG is going to catch on to the fact that GAC we have to kill three fleets and place three fleets. Why can't? Why aren't we doing it in t- territory wars? Don't you put that evil on us, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> um, we already have enough zones in territory wars. Like, it's it's stupid. We're gonna double the teams you're fighting, and then, by the way, we're we're just gonna cut. Or we're not going to increase the time. Like, 
don't, we don't need another fleet in territory wars. Um, we actually, we do need another fleet in territory wars, but ain't nobody got time for that. And with this new schedule that they just put in, um, they can't even expand the time of territory wars really well because now, right. now everything's on a 28 day cycle. Like you're not messing with this cycle. Um, so they, they've kind of boxed themselves in and they can't expand territory wars time-wise. And my God, if they, if they put another hundred uh, battles in territory wars or another 150 battles in territory wars without giving us more times, like nobody will clear. Like it just, unless they put a cheese defense, like nobody will clear. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but you're right. Yeah. You're right. It's a mess. I, yeah, I don't, I don't really want that. I mean, it's already a mess. Like we, hot ski patrol. It's like, or or my alt guild. Like it. That's that's always the the biggest question. Really, is are we ever going to be able to, um, like, can we get to fleets early enough that we can actually clear right. fleets? Right. Yeah. That that's that is the big question. I think for everybody of. Can we get to fleets fast enough? Um, you really, you really can't sit and wait. Like in the old system, you used to be able to clear a bunch of the bottom and then go up top. You, you can't do that. Uh, we haven't been able to do that for over a year now. Yeah, it's a whole mess. Um, let's just add like a, a third fleet zone behind. Like it, it'll just look real <laughs> dumb. It'll be like, like a little pinky finger sticking out right. of the map. <laughs> and it's just an extra fleet zone is all that is like you have to, yeah. you have to go three fleet zones deep that'll be great <laughs> uh, yeah um anyways what else did we miss did we have, we have well we didn't talk about massage oh yeah let's talk about her for a sec um i, I don't even remember what Omicron does. I oh here we go. I, I luckily I was prepared and I had it pulled up. So oh, it, the interesting part about Asajj is she it's her unique. Like the Omicron's going on her unique. Mm-hmm. And it gives Night Sister allies 30% max health, potency, and tenacity, and turn meter gain whenever a Night Sister ally dies. And you recover 25% protection in that case. And the cooldown of her AoE is reset. Um, And then when Asajj uses the AoE, it also inflicts healing immunity on all enemies for two turns. Reduces their defense and max health by 4% for the rest of the encounter. Not Galactic Legends. And Asajj has plus 10% crit damage for each enemy with debuffs. Like... This Omicron sounds really good. I'm probably not applying it anytime soon. Well, I mean, it's just this really inconvenient time when they, uh, right. for, uh, for us, like Grand, Grand Inquisitor's here. He, he wants a couple uh, probably for, for Territory War yep. people. Um, and then Malgus is going to be here and he, he definitely wants one or two. Like he might want all three, who knows? Um, you know, time right. to tell. And then really, like, are you going to tell me that this moves the needle more uh, in like for, for our accounts at least than like a, a couple more Starkiller yeah. ones? 
Right. Somebody is going to find a great counter with it. And maybe I'll consider it then. Mm -hmm. But I have 23 Omicrons right now, and we're unlocking Malgus in 13 days. Right. (laughs) Um, So I, I... I know I can't apply it, so I put zero, zero thought into this Omicron. Okay. Um, I think I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I do I haven't thought it out, so I can't tell you which GL or any of that junk, but I think it has the ability to abuse teams mm-hmm. where I just don't have the the time or effort to figure that out like which ones it's going to abuse yeah that's a good question i i have no idea what, what it's going to do um it, it seems like it has some potential uh, you know um but but it's a good question like what where does it really move the needle i i feel like it, it could move the needle uh, potentially i think that like you get a lot of really cool stats from it um yeah. And at the end of the day, I, yeah, I don't know what's, uh, I don't know what it's going to do. Uh, like, yeah, I want to see, yeah, there, there's just a lot of stuff I want to see first. Like, um, <laughs> uh, like I want to see a high tenacity build is one of the things I want to see um, with, yeah. with this. Yeah, fair. Um, so it gives you, it gives you tenacity. Um, right. I, I don't know. I, yeah, it, uh, there's also a ton of people who are who are nice sister uh, fanboys, which I am too, frankly. Like I, I love the idea of yeah. of a new nice sister. This Omicron looks really cool. Uh, I just we're gonna we're gonna see some data soon. We're gonna see some footage, and that that'll be exciting. Of course, yeah. the first footage will be three v three, which is why I've been telling people like you can wait you can wait right. 3v3 it's not going to move the needle in 3v3 almost certainly maybe I'm no wrong, it, but... it it probably will not i mean i feel like all the teams that beat night sisters still beat night sisters so it's it's an offense team um and one of the things i've seen with with most omicrons not all of them like star killer is obviously different um these Omicrons have a shelf life. And so I, I wonder what her shelf life is. Like, is, is, it long, is it a long shelf life? Is this an Omicron that six months from now is still going to be good? And if it's not, do you want to get it for, you know, three to four months? Like, people complain about Datacrons all the time, but because they're temporary... Omicrons have kind of, a lot of them get figured out within a couple months. And so they, they feel very temporary to me as well. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that there are a lot of people who are actually pretty angry about Omicron. Like I, I see a lot of these complaints on my YouTube channel in the comments, they say, you know, Datacrons and Omicrons have ruined the game. And I, I think that that's hyperbole, uh, frankly, but yeah. um, I, I think there's, it's not a lack of anti-Omicron sentiments. Um, <laughs> I think I, I, I like them, though. I think they're cool. I, I like Datacrons much more than I like Omicrons. 
Hmm. Um, interesting. Right. Well, because you can use them in both both PvP game modes. Like Omicrons, the reason I hate Omicrons, and I do, I do hate Omicrons, is because you can only use them in one place. Like they want to charge you $150 for an ability that you can only use in one place. And that's what a waste. <laughs> like Honestly, what a waste, especially since, like I said, a lot of these Omicrons on the B characters kind of fade out of focus after a couple of months. So I, I'm just not, I'm not impressed with Omicrons. I, I really like them, but of course I, I don't have, you, you get, you get to see the pressures of them as well, uh, because if you're, you know, territory wars, you, you want to put them on both both ends of it but you know you have pressure to put a ton of omicrons on both uh, so I, I get it i think right i still think it's cool like it's a good way to be able to enhance a squad without without just you know releasing a new character if they if these were just glorified zetas and they were available in multiple game modes i would i would truly enjoy them it's the fact that they're not available everywhere like you can't practice with them anywhere. Um, right, which is BS. <laughs> right. You can't use them in one or the other of the major game modes. Like, I, why, why, do, why am I getting an ability that only applies to one game mode? Like, that's that just stupid to me. Um, if they were available everywhere else, I would get much more excited in the, about yeah. them. Like, if I could, if I could take this Night Sister one and apply it in Territory Wars as well, like then I see a lot more value. Um, yeah, I want the T three one. <laughs> right? Yeah, the T three one, or I mean, Grand Inquisitor. Like you're releasing all these characters and then you're nerfing them right off the bat. You're nerfing them in the game mode because to make them not be super overpowered in the game mode that they have the Omicron in. You have to make them weaker in the other game mode, and it's stupid. Like, why are you intentionally weakening your character in the other game mode? Um, I just, I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. Like, at least Datacrons, I can use in both game modes for three months. Yeah, a couple months. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess a lot of it's expectations and stuff, too. I, I'm good with I, I, what I think is cool is that they open the door for Omicrons. They open the door for design space that like you can have a cool ability where it's like, hey, this cool, like my favorite character or whatever, like got this boost. I like, I love Tuscans for, for some reason. And I get to actually use them in 3v3 now uh, all the time. Like, um, yeah, like you can add them to that little portion of the game without having to worry about it breaking all the other parts of the game. Right. Yeah. That's, that's fair. I just don't, it's such a crappy investment to me. Both of it's just such a poor investment. Like it's stupid because TWs are decided by Omicrons, right? Like everybody says, Oh, well the GAC Omicrons he used 12 times and, the TW Omicrons you use four times. 
but the only way to get away with not applying TW Omicrons and winning is the sandbag, which is probably the dumbest mechanic that CG has in the game is to allow sandbagging um, and punishing the guilds that that join in with 50. Like that's so I I don't know. I it's just stupid because if you have to apply them in both game modes, it I just don't like it. Um at all. <laughs> That's fair. I I mean yeah, how soon to your guild? Uh I, I mean I say this facetiously, I don't think they're gonna collapse, but like how how does your guild like avoid just collapsing? Honestly, like after after all the you have to plan so much, you have to, you know, like it's it's a lot of work. Territory wars has ruined a few, you know, pretty pretty decent territory war guilds, actually. Um because people like <laughs> people like winning and playing the best that they can. But I mean, at the end of the day, players want to play with the best teams and get the best information. Like we're we're kind of at a disadvantage because we stream and they don't want us streaming. Uh, you know, <laughs> some of these counters, so I can't use all the counters that I know. Like I, but other people get to use them all the time because it just shows up on swgoh.gg and you don't see how everything works or how everything was modded and players want to play at the you know at the best i mean some people some players do i guess um i just wonder like do your territory war officers like you they um rotate out or something they just um, spending all that time well no but at the top the the war room is more than two people <laughs> the war room has like six or seven people in it okay so it, it's not it's not one person doing all the lifting i think that's why you get a lot of burnout in the smaller guilds is there's like four people in the room. One of them doesn't say anything. And then one of them contributes, but just is like, oh yeah, I don't like that idea. And then one person ends up doing all the work. Um, that's that's not really how it is in our guild. Nice. Yeah. It's good. I, I was just curious. Uh, we probably, gosh, we've been going for a long freaking time, actually. We have. Now we're 40. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, so what do you want to do? Um, could do our quick well, recap probably podcast questions. Yeah, we should probably answer the podcast questions so we can zoom through recaps. It's fine. Yeah. I, so, I'll... yeah. So, Zareth, yeah. how did you do this week? <laughs> um, I did okay. I got, I got to the finals. Um, and... Yeah, so in, let's see, my first match was uh, a total slugfest. The guy placed five GLs on me and and General Skywalker and Darth Revan and like all the good teams. Like there was, I think there's like one team that I was like, oh, that's kind of a filler team. But otherwise, every all of them were like yeah. very serious. And so I managed to 
uh, slogged my way through. We had had a couple catastrophic, well, maybe just one catastrophic event where one of my GL counters failed. So had to use 14 battles to get through Ray. But the, the good news was once I did full clear my opponent, I got, I got a terrible score, but if my opponent couldn't, couldn't clear, like there were two squads I couldn't clear. So I, uh, I won that one pretty, oh, I was going to say neatly, but it was, it was a total mess. Um, and then the next one was a, was an efficiency fight and just wiped them, wiped them out. They wiped me out and I, I won by less than 20 banners. Uh, we both failed in fleets and I just, uh, I was just the better man, I guess. No. <laughs> um, and then the final one was against the against Easton. He's in Ma. He's got the thirteenth biggest account in the game. He's uh, he's got four you know four level nine Datacrons. Uh, his his modding is just like worlds better than mine. He's over six hundred relic levels more than me. I mean, just an, an impossible account to beat, really, in, in some ways. But. Uh, so I was going through, I was doing okay. I, you know, I took a couple of gambles that, that were paying off. And then um, I, I was using Supreme Leader Kylo to kill a dash team and it crashed. And of course, you know, I was, it was really upsetting and uh, whatever. And so it wasn't that I was going to get great banners there anyways, but um, I mean, just dropping 20 for nothing, for no gain, like, hey, you, you don't get a galactic legend anymore, dude. Like yeah. that, that just killed me. And so, um, I, I marched through, I got, I got good banners on everything else. And so, uh, I ended up, I ended up okay. And, um, they did their attacks and they beat me by one banner and the crash, you know, it's, it's impossible to not blame the crash for that. Cause I, right. I would have, I would have won. And, uh, so didn't get into the top 50 for, to start with 3v3, which is probably for, for the best. That'll trust probably good for me, but yeah, my pride is, is saddened. Um, you know, instead of going eight and one for the season, I went seven and two and, um, a little dis disappointing finish, uh, lose by one banner after you crash is, is very sad. So, yeah. um, yeah. So how, how'd you do solo? Um, I, I, well, God. In this entire the last two weeks, I've been in the top fifty the entire time, um, and so I I actually won the first match. I um I was up against an eleven point four million GP account with more mods than more plus twenty mods than I had at plus fifteen, um, and. This is the guy that I mentioned earlier where he said I had the advantage. It's like, dude, I looked at your roster. Trust me, I, I don't have the advantage. Um, but I still I was still able to win because he couldn't clear my Ray in the back. Um, yeah, solid. Which, which honestly, you know, it, it comes – this is on him um, because there are counters to it. Um, then – the the middle round god the second round so frustrating because i lost on fleets and then which made me burn a team which meant i and then on uh i had to take first order against radish talking about the first order fleet screw screw this fleet kylo did the big hit on the the rose tico bomber it didn't have evasion up and yet still evaded and then i lost course and, the, and then i lost yeah um good, good chips yeah yep and so then yeah. i lost 
that match by 12. So that that fleet right there, <laughs> the uh, Rose Tico Bomber with the 2% evade, quote unquote 2%, lost me it. Um, and then I went into the final match and my counter to JMK went to hell. And see, this is why I never placed JMK on defense because my counter to JMK went to hell. I could have still won if I clear, was able to clear it. I couldn't clear it. So I just went, I tried, I just tried things. Um, you know, I tried troopers on Ray and it didn't work. It worked in damn arena. And then I got, which had a faster Ray and a faster resistance hero Finn. And then I took it against the, the GAC one and didn't kill a single person. I was like, what the hell is this crap? <laughs> yeah, um, I, was, I was like, this, this is, it's rigged BS is what this is. Yeah, so it's felt rigged. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that was sad. Yeah. Um, and so, <clears throat> I mean... Some of the fun things, like I failed with Aiden against Gas, but I was able to get fives down. Technically, technically, I countered and created super clones. But uh, then Wampa cleaned it up, which that was fun. Uh, so I just kind of, once I knew I wasn't clearing Kenobi, I just said screw it and went to town and tried different things. And so I lost, but hey, at least we tried stuff. <laughs> That's yay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> No, I, I mean, yeah. it, it's good. There's a value to that, though. I mean, I, every once in a while, you just, you're going to have a bad match. Like, you're, you're just going to have right. something that just goes wrong. And you're like, well, next time, like, there's a reason there's nine of these. Yeah, right. It, 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 honestly, if that happened the second round, and then I finished with a, like a loss that was felt more real, I would have been fine with it. But man, what a, what a crappy way to end a fantastic season. I was so pissed. I was so pissed last night. Um, but, you know, what well, are you going to do? I'll, I'll tell you what you what you can do. You can lose by one on your main because crash. <laughs> and then you can go on for your alt and lose by two. Touche. Because, because yeah. uh, you know, like that. that's what happened. Like I, I got a great score and the guy just, uh, you know, the guy with 9 million GP uh, beat me out by by yeah two so screw you man i mean he, he really beat me by three because you did the tiebreaker easily too but yeah 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 that's that's what i did last night that's uh, i lost two matches in a row by three total banners yeah uh, how fun how fun indeed um gosh we got a lot of podcast questions it looks like oh uh, well it's four one of them oh. is uh, one of them is very long. So oh, first, we, have a, we have a fifth actually from Chippy in, in comments. Uh, I'll, I'll add it. Um, all right. Yeah. Should be able um, to handle it. So first one, we kind of already talked about as well. Um, shouldn't we wait to gauge the power level of the new Rebel fleet until we see the Profundities kit? After all, it wasn't completely clear how devastating the Executor fleet would be until we saw its kit. Um, so all of our speculation, should we wait until we actually count on it? I, I think half the fun is speculating. Uh, like right. that's half the hype. Like why, why not speculate? But I mean, yeah, I don't think, 
of course, we're going to wait to gauge like the practical. Uh, there, there are going to be people who, maybe this is directed at other content creators or something. Um, but there are there are always going to be people who are going to be like, before they even see the kit, they're going to be like, Redis is broken. It's so of not or you know, profundity is broken. It's so ridiculous. This is so dumb. Uh, you know, or it's yeah. worthless. It's the worst thing ever. Like there was always going to be people like that, but. Um, yeah, of course, we're going to wait to gauge the effectiveness. Like, I'm not just going to, like, lose a bunch of matches in a row because I, I just decided to stick to it. Like, stick to it, my feelings. Like, I, you know, I've always felt that it was over, overpowered. I'm going to use it on offense, and I'll, I'll lose every time like that. Yeah, of course, I'll wait. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, so, I, I agree. I The fun is speculating, but I'm not leveling anything. I'm getting the ships to seven stars because that's what you should do, but I'm not throwing gear on anything until we actually see a kit because it could remember when Rad, like the Radis and finalizer came out and everyone's like, yeah, we finally broke the negotiator meta. And then we did. <laughs> so I will wait mm -hmm. until then to put on gear. Um, sure. Uh, so, all right. Next question also about, profundity <laughs> if we assume similar requirements for, for, for profundity as executor how many phoenix will need relic five and how many relic eight and will radish just require relic nine or do you think it'll be relic eight so sarah you put out a video on this what do you think oh gosh uh, i mean i tried to just parallel them I, my guess is that yeah. it'll be a step up from what they what it was before just because that's what they always do but every time there's there's been no exception to that after a certain point and uh yeah so i don't know like my guess is that radis will like adrad himself will need relic nine anyways he'll probably need relic 10 he'll probably be our first relic 10 um yeah we've got a mirror match and get the win so <laughs> right you know or, or if it's not him then we'll need like <laughs> we'll need both Biston and Scarefable Pathfinder at Relic 10, you know, just to go first, yeah. just to make us hate life. We'll need Relic 10 on them because, you know, Relic 10 will be out just in time. No, I, I don't think that they'll require 10 for for uh, that, that fleet anyways, but I don't know. Uh, Phoenix, like, okay, here, here's the thing. I don't think the Phoenix character maybe i'm wrong but i i think that the phoenix characters are not going to be part of the the profundity i think if you want a really good home one fleet if that actually exists that's when you put all the relics on phoenix which i'm not saying you should right yeah. now but if home one ends up being really good that's where you're going to need it is on the home one fleet not the profundity fleet right yeah i i agree with you there it's the perfect way to make you gear up phoenix without making you gear up phoenix right that's yeah well I'll, I'll gear up i'll gear up phoenix anyway so i can be old republic you know That'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know there's gonna well actually there's an ezra modifier right now but well there is uh, hey and actually ezra ezra uh, I, I have the i had an occasion to use the um akbar omicron that i ill-advisedly <laughs> applied on my main because uh, during that epic slog the slug yeah. fest uh, match i was like i don't have anything oh hey i have i have uh akbar omicron so so i i put my relic five ezra with it and 
oh my gosh did he kick some ass i was like holy balls this is awesome like he's doing more than princess leia this is cool like he fits really well yeah. on that team and and he dispels it was really fun just just throwing it out there but anyways yeah um all right i'm gonna skip around to avoid this big question for now we'll get <laughs> we'll get to it but so much reading um sure so how do you clean up Lord Vader after bounty hunters fail? Um, oh, so like in the world of health steel uh, with Lord Vader, I mean, there's, there's not a ton, frankly. Like I've been using, specifically, I've been using, uh, like you, you have to make sure that he's just done his force crush or whatever yeah. it is, his, his AOE. And then you go in with troopers and shock T because shock T will then be able to let you start feeding turn meter uh, because she'll, she'll cleanse you, which means you can gain bonus turn meter, uh, which means you can take, you can cycle through and take turns. And then uh, poor old Lord Vader is just a hapless victim right. at that point. Right. Yeah. Um, um uh, so what do you what do you use i don't use bounty hunters on them <laughs> yeah no i mean i i've seen i've seen a million screenshots of people who, who have their lord vader is held like eight times in a row and it's like yeah like he he was always tough to clean up actually like you, you'd you'd have a few teams that would work in in 5v5 right. and fewer teams that would work in 3v3 um to clean him up and once those were expended, you couldn't clean them up. Like, you're just like, well, I guess just pretend like you're trying to play a half board game. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and now with health steal, it's like, there's, there's just not that much. Like, I, bounty hunters can work if you, yeah. know, if you need to, but because um, I recently did it, but yeah, it's a mess. You know, GL yeah. or bust kind of situation. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just don't use bounty hunters on them um with the new turn meter i might but mm. i i don't i i don't find them safe because everybody i've faced has had a level nine lord vader with <laughs> le, uh or relic nine lord vader relic nine mall and relic nine royal guard and i have not found it to be in my best interest to use bounty hunters against that with cooldown reduction um so I would use troopers though to clean it up. I probably that's who I would probably use. I've used troopers a lot less recently as well. Um but yeah, I that I wouldn't I would use bounty hunters to clean it up. That's because I would I wouldn't use them to kill the teams I've had to face. Uh you know, but if you run uh Poggle lead geos with uh, a decent droidica that still does it as well in case anyone was was wondering that that counter or that cleanup has never gone away mm. um I, i've seen it fail a couple times actually well yeah i'm i'm sure and i've seen troopers fail and i've seen bounty hunters fail and i mean mm. <laughs> it all depends on the lord vader but uh especially now because with the cooldown reduction because if they aoe twice right. you're screwed um so any of these any of these could fail um 
but anyone could yeah could be any damn buddy right lord failure indeed um gosh yeah he's the one with the highest win rate just needed datacrons yep uh all right so this is uh, so this is an interesting question um and he even says this might be more of a video idea than a podcast question but could you recommend uh swgoh.gg accounts at various gp levels to monitor for strategy and team comp ideas um and i think it's kind of an easy answer of right now right now go look at the leaderboard for kyber one erodium one uh best whatever the levels are i forget what they all are look at the top 10 and those are the accounts to look at uh because those are the people i would recommend to watch the ever-changing meta the problem is at kyber one if you look at the top 10 there's a lot of relic levels there and there's stuff that they're doing unfortunately that requires the relic levels to make it work yeah i mean yeah i I think i think that that's that's kind of the tricky situation is um uh, you know well like and now the datacrons are just going to like scouting people is so weird now because you you can't really tell what they've you know what they've been doing um it's like oh oh that was modded this way but that was that was modded that way because of you know right because of the datacron specifically so uh, you know uh, like the top it's also weird because territory wars also interjects like you know there have been times i'm like what you seriously like you have a slow mara jade and then it's like oh well it's because you have you know you ever modded for territory wars and she just gets you know she doesn't need she doesn't need to be fast in wow. territory wars as much yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So I, I don't know exactly. Like, yeah. All, what I'm saying is I've seen guilds for sure go really slow on Mara Jade for territory wars. Like sure. that, that's not, that's not something that's up to debate uh, the, that I've seen that. Like yeah. I, I've seen that. No. So, so if you're scouting someone and you're like, oh, Hey, look, this top player doesn't have a fast Mara Jade for GAC. Like that doesn't mean you shouldn't have a fast Mara Jade. It means that their, their territory wars, uh, you know, like they're, yeah. Their officers yeah. have said slow Mara Jade this time. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I mean, it's the way to do it, but it's to look at their, I look at the top GAC players, GG history all the time. And I literally, it's uh, go to the list, see who's currently in the top 10, see what they did last week. Um, and then realized a lot of it I can't do because I don't have Relic 9 on everything. <laughs> That's, <laughs> uh yeah uh all right so last yeah last question saving the longest for last but essentially it's just would datacrons be more fun if they were offense focused datacrons but they are offense focused Uh, i mean like (laughs) we use them all the time on offense well, I think part of the problem is people with uh, lower lower GPs just see them on defense. Uh, um, yeah, I haven't seen them at all in Kyber 2, really. Like, yeah. Almost never, so. Yeah. Um, 
I I split my data crowns. I think I had seven on defense last last week, and I had eight on offense. And technically, I had a ninth, but it was a level one with like five percent for damage that never actually got used. Um, but I, I think they are very offense focused. There's there's some defense ones, but I man on offense they just really help like stacking offense on supreme leader kylo for your lord vader fight or stacking offense so apparently stacking offense on a good supreme leader kylo just kills ray before she gets into her super ultimate Mm, it's fun um and pills thank you thanks pills uh but so I think I think they there is an interesting mix between offense and defense with data crowns. I mean, yeah. the Jedi Knight Luke one is going to be filthy on offense. Yeah, and you maybe it'll be really filthy on like I don't I don't trust the AI to play it well. Right. Yeah. That that's my problem with it. I mean, I'm sure it's going to work if you get into a back zone with it and you don't have the right team, like you're in trouble. But part of the problem with that was. EP Mara Starkiller is going to kill it before it ever takes a turn. Or, you know, whatever other team, now that all these teams are over 400 speed, um, that's kind of why Jedi and Luke was falling off defense. Was It was more, not that the AI was playing it wrong, it was that Luke was getting killed before taking a turn. Mm. Which, him taking bonus turns really <laughs> probably don't matter. Yeah, if he's dead. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, that's, and that's the thing, like, I, I'm very, I, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I, I have the the super damage Ray Kron, and I didn't have it, it ready for, for this last week, but I do have it ready this time, like, uh, for threes, I'm, I'm interested to know, like, I don't even know what I'm going to do yet, but that seems like in threes, it, it could be really strong still. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I think it, I think it is. Um, I, I don't know who kills Ray in you know, in time for her not to get an alt in threes. Maybe like right. Kenobi, maybe Star Killer. I don't know, but it seems like it's good on defense. But on offense, it seems like yeah. you, could, you could really hunt some people, you know? I, I Absolutely. I think my plan is still Ray IG Queel um, because that team is damn annoying to kill IG or Queel before Ray is going to get to her ultimate in 3v3. Yeah, man, all the change. General Skywalker is, I don't know if he's at risk or not, because he's going to stun all the time now, but. Right. I don't know, like Bamhan Chu? So that, that seems seems like if you have a good cron for them, that this should, you know, it'd be, well, it'd be immune to stuns at least. But Chewie's not. That's the problem. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I don't know. I. I yeah. We're gonna find out. Yeah, we, <laughs> we're we gonna will find out. We're one week away from finding out. Oh boy. Um, so be excited. Yeah, real quick, there was one last question in chat of do oh, you sure. think that uh datacrons just completely negate modding? Oh, I have an answer. I mean, I think I even responded a little bit in, in chat, but Did you, you should you should you should feel free to answer and then i'll i'll follow up but yeah um i think 
it helps fix deficiencies in your modding, like for sure. But giving 25% turn meter to a potato is still going to be a potato. Because uh, like I said at the beginning of the stream, um, like it's like, oh, great. My, my item has 40% potency. I'm really going to screw this Wampa. And then the other person's just like, yeah, but my Wampa has 40% tenacity. So take that. Um, right. Or my CLS has 25% turn meter. And you're like, yeah, but my Bad Batch also has 25% turn meter. So, you know, I, I think it it's not going to negate or it's not going to marginalize um, modding. It's going to change. It changes it, though. Like, you now get to supplement your modding. So you can build a health-based Grievous and then just add 50% offense or 50%, well, offense now too, but you can add 50% potency. So I think it's going to let you get more out of your mods because you don't need like a specific set on a specific person. If you've got an additional and you want to remod, most people don't want to remod, but like if you have your Grievous built with potency because you're like, well, I need to counter CLS in 5v5, so I need potency on him. You can take that potency cross off and give that potency cross to somebody else and then just put a Datacron with 50% potency on your Grievous. Um, so I don't think it's marginalizing mods. I think the people with good mods are still going to have the advantage of the fights. It just it's going to change how certain teams are modded. Well, yeah, I mean, the gains aren't that in like you're still getting more from your mods than you are from from the data cons usually. I guess that's not always right. the case, but uh, like, so you you're, you're gonna start seeing like Commander Luke just just destroying certain Galactic Legends at least in five v five for a little bit, and that that'll be awesome. But like you said, a potato is still with the data good data cron is still a potato like you're still gonna need you're still gonna need that baseline like extra offense and that the baseline like you, you know you're gonna still need to make sure that you you have all the stats in place to make the data cron awesome because a lot of times if if you do have a really good data cron for that team yeah chances are you're gonna be fighting a data cron team there and if that's the case then the two datacrons are kind of going to just like cancel each other out and right and then and then it comes down to modding whoever has the better modding and if you have terrible modding then the other the guy with the good modding is gonna going to prevail and if the per if they you both have good modding then it comes down to skill you know right. planning so yeah. uh, and another good example of this is actually the ewok ewoks um a fast Paplu is scary, and a slow Paplu is not. But if you look at the modding, all Paplus are are slow um, because he gains the twenty five percent turn meter. Like that's what Paplu does. Mm -hmm. And if you have a two hundred speed Paplu, like all the twenty five percent turn meters in the world aren't going to help that Paplu be good. Uh, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Same same thing with Droidica getting fifty percent turn meter. Like if your Droidica isn't extremely well modded, even with fifty percent turn meter, he's not beating at anybody. Uh, right. So 
Oh, okay. I, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, so I don't think modding is still going to be the king. Yeah, I think... Well, plus, how many how many datacrons are you going to get that don't actually... You, you don't care about the stat gains, and you're not going to actually re-roll the stats anyways, because right. you just wanted the abilities. Like, th that's going to happen quite a bit, I think. Like, sometimes you'll re-roll them, for sure. But, but also, how many characters are totally fulfilled by all of the stats just on the datacrons? Maybe some of them are, but I think that in general, like, you're still going to be needing to pay attention to. You're like, well, <laughs> you know, rate... I don't. I don't think I. I'm just going to count on Ray getting all her health from this Datacron, for right. instance. Like you, you still need, still need to have a, a pretty good baseline of, uh, you know, of stats there. I, yeah, and without spending, there's only so many reroll materials out there as well. Um, which, so you're not going to hit all the stat gains that you want anyway, because you just can't like you legitimately can't because, well, you only have so many reroll materials. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't think, I think that if you want to succeed at this game, you can't just be like, Oh, my data, data crons are my new mods and that's it. Like right. I just just throw on whatever, just auto auto complete or whatever it's called, like auto place mods. That'll be good. <laughs> Actually, I, I think that's the new future, guys. Go go do that. Uh, everyone, all my future opponents, please yeah. go auto auto place mods, please. Every opponent, please do it. Please. Um, we're we're patiently waiting for you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I I don't think it's I don't think it's marginalized to answer the question. Um, Yeah. So, all right. That brings us to just kind of the end of, did, did you do anything this week to improve your roster? I don't know if you'd call it an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put, I put relics on to Jedi Knight guardian um, elf Jedi because <laughs> I'm being thematic. I'm, I've been, so the book I, I'm listening to lately is um, uh what's it called the children of hurin which is uh from lord of the rings you know it's one of the, the old tolkien books so um you know just to get in that theme i did that plus <laughs> plus you can never like she's a galactic republic jedi tank which is just yeah you always need more you can't get it i can't get enough i'm just hooked so yeah right yeah and she needs to be relic five so i can use her with datacrons so so there you go. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Baseline yep. relic five for this account. What about you, Solo? Um, I got second sister to R7 because I got her level nine datacron. So she needed to go to R7. Um, and that's it. <laughs> right now, I, I'm, I got her to R7 and then I started hoarding the cantina. Um, you know, like all, all the materials for when dear old daddy Mal Malgus comes so I can make sure that he can go up immediately. So I'll probably have improvements to the roster next week. This week yeah. is about making sure I have what's needed. Yeah, I think I have what I need for Malgus, except for I haven't checked the gear 12 stuff, but I, I should. Yeah, I spent a lot of time getting the gear 12 stuff this week. Mm. And I need to make sure that I have enough stuff to get to Relic 8 instantly as well. And then yes. not, maybe 9. Like, I'll, I'll have 9 
kind of waiting, waiting in the wings just in case. I don't know if he's going to be OP at nine. He's a tank and he's a new fancy character. Yeah. So it seems, seems like maybe he's going to want that. But. Right. I'm getting him to R8 immediately and I have the materials for him at R9, but we're playing wait and see on that. Yeah, that seems wise. Yeah. I reread his kit the other day. I was like, man, he looks broken. He looks really good. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's basically it, isn't it? it? It pretty much, pretty much, yeah. So, with all that said, um, hmm. yeah, we could probably we can wrap up the cast. So, it is an off week. I will be streaming, um, I'll be streaming, I think, tomorrow night to talk about set two datacrons. On my personal page, that's solo base fifteen. Uh, Zareth, what's your plan for this week? I don't know yet. I, I should probably do a stream at some point. Um, I'm also planning on. I have to go camping this weekend, which is uh, going to be interesting. But um, there's going to be a lot of prep for that. So, who knows? Uh, if I do stream, it'll probably be on Wednesday or maybe Saturday. Um, I mean. I could, I could really, I should do, do something. I don't know what I'm going to do yet though. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll record a video live. Everyone could just watch me, <laughs> like sit there and silently watch me while I record it on, on from Twitch. It'll, that, that's what, that's what the cool new thing is. Apparently I've, I've seen some people it do it. Yeah. 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 Yep. All right then. Well, um, thank you to everyone joining, uh, joining us for this podcast and have a good week, everyone. Hey guys, don't be dicks. And evil sucks. <laughs>